Hey guys, as you may know, the weather in Texas this past week was a little wild. Jam and I both spent several days with inconsistent power, inconsistent water, and inconsistent internet. It was hectic, but don't worry. We and our families are all safe now, and life is starting to return back to normal. Unfortunately, the weather and power outages caused us to be unable to record a new bonus episode for this month. Luckily, we have one in our back pockets. This is an icebreaker episode that Jam and I recorded way back a year ago when COVID was on the horizon. We are worried about what the transition to recording remotely would look like. And just in case, we made this extra bonus episode. Please enjoy it and be on the lookout for next month's Q&R. Hey, I'm Melissa. And I'm Jam. And I'm a chemist. And I'm not. And welcome to Chemistry for Your Life. The podcast helps you understand the chemistry of your everyday life. Except this week, we're not going to do that. Are you sure? I'm positive. Actually, I'm not positive. This is all very much up in the air. Okay. Okay. So, Jam doesn't know what's going on. I surprised him with an extra episode recording today. Mm-hmm. Because I'm a little worried that in the next few weeks, Texas is going to go on total lockdown, Oh, only leave your house for emergencies or necessities right? because of the current outbreak. That's smart. And to be fair, I don't know what's going on most of the time. Mm-hmm. Now, normally I do expect that we're going to talk about chemistry. Right. So I guess this is, she, Melissa did succeed in pulling the rug out from under me, the very small rug of certainty that I have about the recording of each time we meet up, mm-hmm. being about chemistry is the only thing that's changed, but normally I don't know anything. So it's kind of normal for me. It is kind of normal. Yeah. So I totally changed the format and I did a quick, tell me your favorite icebreaker question. Oh. And so we're going to do that and we're just going to hold this episode in our back pocket. And if it so happens mm-hmm. that we get shut down, total lockdown, you'll get this instead of a regular episode when we run out of our episodes. So if you're hearing this in the future, if you're hearing this, Mm-hmm. It's too late. <laughs> no. The alternative option is if we all make it through and we never go completely down mm-hmm. and have to be on lockdown, uh-huh. you'll get two bonus episodes in April. Oh, nice. Okay. Sweet. So that's what I've decided. That's what I came up with for today's episode. I like it. Let's do it. Okay. The first question is a throwback question to oh. a friend of the show, Adam B. Nice. Adam B. Adam B. A long time ago. It's been a while. And when Adam B and I were in a campus ministry together in Uh college, uh he asked the question, what dessert best describes you? Not what's your favorite. And his answer was a Sopapilla cheesecake. And it was so thoughtful. He was like, Sopapilla cheesecakes on the outside have this layer that makes him seem hard, but you get in and it's just so soft and sweet. And I was like, that's a good, very thoughtful answer. So now that's my question for you. Wow. Yikes. Man, Adam. And then I'll answer it too. Did he ask the question also? You said? No, he didn't ask it. It's just one of my favorites. So I wanted to include it. answer. I was going to say, man, Adam, way to ask a question that you also have a perfect answer for. He did ask the question and also have a perfect, he was, he was like leading a group. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And so he he made them do that. Yeah. Yeah, It's cheating. Um, but I love you, Adam. Okay, I can do this. Um, this is really hard. You know me. Do you have any, can you give me a hint about what dessert I am? 
even a slight hint. Hmm. You yeah. stick pretty rigidly to your moral code. Mm-hmm. So that makes me think you're something like a brownie. Okay. I also feel like I'm not crazy sweet. Not crazy sweet uh, and kind of sub- subversive. So maybe yeah. you're a brownie with like a salty caramel thing going through it. Okay. What if I don't even smell like a dessert? What if I'm cereal? <gasps> That's a good one. It's like. That's it. That is it. Mm-hmm. It's like, yeah, you might think of cereal as just like a breakfast or whatever. But if you put it in the category of dessert, it's like mm-hmm. pretty awesome. That's great. That's a really good answer. But why is it me though? Maybe because I don't seem like a dessert and I'm not trying to rock the boat in these really flashy ways, but I am trying to mess up your categories a little bit. Yeah, that is perfect. You're subtly pushing back against the system and the man constantly. Right. There we go. Pushing back against the system. Mm -hmm. But I'm also just serial. So it's like, yeah, I'm not crazy radical or anything. Yeah, I don't know. Just popping up radically in unexpected places. Yeah. That's a good one. I'll take it. Mine is much more traditional. Okay. As am I. (laughs) I think I'm key lime pie. Dude, that's a good one. Because I seem like I can be kind of mean. Uh-huh. Come off a little like sour at first. But if you really get to know me, I can be pretty sweet. Aw. And... But every once in a while, I've got that like tartness. You know, the sweetness doesn't completely take over. It's not like a... Like a Sour Patch Kid, where right. it starts out sour and then it's sweet. I'm like a little of both most of the time. <laughs> right, right. The flavor is both things. The mm-hmm. whole, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I and think it, that's me. And it wouldn't be key lamb pie if both things weren't present. Yeah. I like that. That's a good answer. I think that's, I think that's my answer. I have a strong feeling I'm going to think of a really way better answer later. And I'm going to be really That's mad. always how these things are. So everybody bear with me. Sorry about my answer. If you guys all think of a better one too, I'm really sorry. Okay. Next one is from Nikki N. Okay. You're quarantined. Who do you pick to be stuck with and what is one item besides a cell phone that you would bring? Your person is obviously your wife, Emily. Yeah, that's a, that's a <laughs> given. So the hard thing is in the item. So it's like... You already have a cell phone. Here's a double whammy though. I'm quarantined. I'm obviously going to pick my wife. If you're married to somebody out there and you're not going to pick your spouse and you got some stuff to figure out. But um, my wife is a medical professional. So huge bonus. If mm-hmm. whatever's going down is crazy, mm-hmm. I mean, we are in under a quarantine of sorts, but in this hypothetical, if no matter what the quarantine is, I'm picking oh, 100%. my wife for more than more reasons than one. <laughs> I would. I think my one object would be a TV, right? But you got your phone already. Yeah. But if I'm with someone, I'd want to watch it together. Yeah. You can though on your phone. Mm, yeah. A uh, puzzle. Something, yeah, something that occupies your time that's analog would be good. Mm-hmm. A, bu- a nice book you can read out loud to each other. Uh-huh, uh-huh. I mean, your phone is pretty much everything. Maybe a good board game? Board games are good, yes. A dog. Is that an object? I don't know. That almost is a person. Okay, I'm trying. I'm not trying to be like a... I'm not trying to be a parody of myself, but I am trying to figure out how to pick coffee. No, just pick coffee. But like, it's not just one object. Like I could pick just a jar of coffee beans, but then I don't have my stuff to brew. I guess I assumed if you're quarantined, you're quarantined in your house. It didn't say you're quarantined somewhere else. Right. So maybe you can, your one object is your coffee setup. If, if I can pick that, Nikki, please let me pick that. (laughs) Okay. Your wife and your coffee setup. Yep. That's all I need. Dang. This is harder for me. 
I feel like my instinct is to pick my significant other, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. but he and I are not married. Right. So it might be a little uncomfortable to spend that much time together. Right, right, right. At this stage. Yeah. Be a serious test. It It'd would be, like, be. Yikes. Baptism by fire. Right. And then it becomes a test of who's my friend that I want to spend the most time with, which is really not a fun game to play. Right, right, right. Currently, I'm quarantined with my roommates when I am home yeah. and not with taking care of my mom. So I spend a lot of time with them. Right. What if you were like, okay, if I had to pick a friend and you're like, uh, hey, Jane Doe, plug yours real quick. <laughs> <laughs> I think I think I would still pick my main man right now because uh-huh. that seems like it'd be fun and it's the least dangerous answer. It is pretty. Yeah. 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 Because you don't have other main dudes to be competitive about. Right. So, exactly. Yeah. That would be bad. Yeah. Yeah. That's a good point. That's a good so one. So I'm going to go with him. Yeah. And it'll be a good test to figure out if we're going to stick it out for the long run or if we're going to end it up immediately. <laughs> That's true. You know, we're... <laughs> they we're, could be really awful though if it ends quick. I saw something about a couple breaking up on the plane. Oh, nightmare. Yikes. Yeah. That is a nightmare. Yeah. We're in this stage of life. I mean, you don't want to waste time if you don't have to. Why not just get quarantined together and then you'll find out fast if it's going to work out or not. Uh, okay. So that's my, that'll be my person. <laughs> It'll be uh, an interesting quarantine for sure. Yeah, for sure. And then my one object, I don't have a beverage like you do. Oh, Spindrift. Mm. But I'll be at home, right? Yeah. If you pick Spindrift, you can't have a koozie. So. Sorry. You got to pick one object. So it's like. Are we like in a box or are we in our homes? I don't know. I think I would want my bed set up. Mm. So if you have your phone, you have a lot going on there. It would be hard not to have like some board games or some puzzles. I do love those, but you could only theoretically do them once. Right, right, right. I guess some board games you could play a lot, but I think you'd get tired. Anything you'd get tired of, but the comfort of your bed. That's a good one. That is a good one. And like, if you, I mean, if you're cooped up for a while, knowing that you can get a good night's sleep or whatever is, that's a huge, there's a lot of value there. Yeah. Yeah. I really love sleeping in my bed. Oh no, I figured it out. Okay. I think the other object I would bring is my headphones. Oh, interesting. I didn't think about not having those already. Yeah. So if I have my phone, but I want to listen to podcasts and I want to do it alone sometimes. Yeah. And so I could just go to another room of the house or Whatever Another area of the box, whatever we're quarantined in. Yeah. And have my own feels like time by myself. I think yeah. I would really like that. Great point. Good answer. I like that. I think that's what I'm going with. This is from friend of the show, Renee Collini. Okay. Renee C. She asked, what is your favorite outdoor place? Like a specific place or like generically like the beach whatever or mountains or lakes or whatever. You get to do whatever you want. This is our show. Renee Kalini's just living in it. That yeah. doesn't make sense. <laughs> <laughs> I like that. Okay. Um, okay. Because the way that I first thought of it in terms of, yeah, when you asked it, I just thought generically, okay. I love being on lakes, like lake house kind of thing. Mm. I love that you can be right on a lake. It makes you a little nervous to be like right on the ocean. Yeah. And I don't enjoy sand and stuff like that as much. Mm-mm. I love the peacefulness of like being right near some water. Um, makes everything so nice. Like just drinking a cup of coffee on the balcony of like a lake house or whatever. Yeah. That's a good one. Just love it. So I could, I could absolutely live on a lake. I think my favorite place 
is I can think of one specifically in Nashville that I love, but any waterfall Mm -hmm. in the middle of hilly or mountainy tree covered areas. Yeah. Those, that's where I want to be. That's where I feel the most at peace and it's just so beautiful. And I love trees. I don't love the sun. So I love trees. I love mountains. I think that's my number one. I knew that. I remember that. And when Em and I were seeing waterfalls in New Zealand, we were kept being like, oh, most would love this place. Oh, that's so kind. There are like so many waterfalls. And sometimes it would be like this little ones you didn't expect. It'd be like, oh, oh, okay, cool. There's a little waterfall. Hi. Oh, is that why you brought me back a New Zealand cup? Yep. Because you couldn't bring back the waterfalls? Yeah, they would not let us. We did try though. I, I appreciate that. Yeah. I would expect nothing less from you. This is from Chelsea D. Okay. Would you rather every night before going to bed, you must soak your sleeping clothes in water and then wear them to bed or you have to wear full winter gear to bed, jacket, hat, gloves, snow pants, and boots. Oh my gosh. I think I would pick the first one. Dude, that's so hard. I hate being hot. Yeah, me too. Absolutely do. I could not fall asleep if I'm wet though. So I can fall asleep with shoes on. I can fall asleep with jackets on, stuff like that. I would probably get hot, which would be super not fun. But I think I could could actually get some sleep. Being wet, I don't think I could. No. I'd just have to no. wait until they were dry. Which would break the rules, I think. I would be hot and angry. One time I woke up and my roommate, she woke up and she was cold. Mm -hmm. And she had turned the temperature up to 76 degrees in the middle of the night. And I was on a loft bed. Oh, no. Almost parallel with the vent. Yeah. And I have never been more angry. I woke up so hot and so mad. I hate that. And I think that would happen to me every night. So I'm going to go with the soak your sleeping clothes and I'll just sleep somewhere hot, I yeah. think. You just wake up a prune. Because it doesn't say it has to be in cold water. Yeah, that's true. You could just jump in the bath. You don't have to get wet either, just your clothes. Yeah. Oh, gosh, though. So, I mean, I just... Jump I, in a warm bath. I know that for me, I made the right choice, even though it's going to be not fun no matter what. Mm-mm. I don't think you did. I did What is the coolest thing you've done in the shoes you're wearing right now? And that's a question from Abby H. Abby H. Great question. Um, The shoes I'm wearing right now I've taken to many places. I think the coolest thing I could think of that came to mind, um, just to be specific, these are Red Wing Chuckas in um, Copper Rough and Tough, full grain leather Chucka boots. (laughs) So I took these to Zimbabwe when I went there, which actually is funny because we talked about Zimbabwe couple weeks ago when I talked about the sun looking really weird oh, there. yeah. Same trip. Um, I brought these there because um, I need, I wanted to look, it's normal, it's good to look as nice as you can for church services. It's still a really important thing if you're going to go to a, a church service while you're in a country like that. Mm-hmm. And we went to this church, they met in a school building and had a really nice like acoustic nature to this church. It was small-ish, um, but the the songs that they sang in the language there, Shona, um, was so, so pretty. I even have wow. some recordings if we want to share that with people. Wow. Just the audio. Um, so pretty. And I wore these shoes there. And I filmed that whole thing, recorded the whole thing, just because I was like, I don't know if I'm going to use this for my work, but I can't be here and not try to capture the whole right. deal. So, um, yeah, it was awesome. Well, the coolest things I've done in these shoes, mm-hmm. I'm wearing rain boots. I got them from Target. Nice. They are Chelsea style boots. Uh-huh. They had a small defect in the rubber, and so they actually gave it to me for a discount. Nice. Which Even is better. always the way to go. For sure. 
and I wore them around Paris. I went with my mom to Paris last spring break. It was like one year ago uh-huh. today, the day we're recording. And oh, that's crazy. I know it was maybe one, one year and a few days, but it was yeah. this week. Uh-huh. And we walked all around Paris mm-hmm. and looked for secret gardens uh-huh. because Paris has all these really beautiful gardens just in weird places. And we found one up high above what used to be a railroad. Uh-huh. And it's just this hidden walkway just elevated above the city. And it was so beautiful. And I took a cool picture of my mom walking away uh-huh. down it. So I'll post that. So walking around Paris, speaking French to the guy at the pastry shop, I got the best uh-huh. croissant I've ever had in my life. Nice. There. So that's what I did in these shoes. Dang, that is awesome and very sweet memory. Both of those are really... Yeah. We're wearing adventurous shoes today. I know, for real. I'm glad I didn't wear <laughs> different <laughs> shoes. I had no idea we are going to... I have this question. Did know. you already know? No. Okay, good. I just got it when I got here to my office. Okay, good. Do you think we have time for one more? Yes, absolutely. Actually, let's do two more. Okay. We, we just got two in on Instagram that we can do real quick. Perfect. From Tori M, what's your favorite Bible crush? <laughs> what? what? I don't even know what a Bible crush is. And it doesn't say who. It says what? Man, okay. So... My answer to this, uh-huh. I don't think I have any crushes on anyone in the Bible, if uh-huh. that's what she's asking. Okay. But I do have a crush on a Bible. There's this really cute Bible I got called She Reads Truth, and it's mm-hmm. like hard back and has these little illustrations. And I actually saw your wife had it first, and then I wanted yeah. it. So um, that's my Bible crush. It, my Bible crush is on that Bible. <laughs> that is cool. It's a different way to interpret it, but I think it's I think it's allowed. <laughs> also, I got my wife that Bible. Well, it said what, not who. What is your, yeah, that's true. Hmm. I don't think I have a crush on a story. I mean, I feel it's like. that fig tree that Jesus shrivels. <laughs> yeah. There's some pretty, there's a really good selection of potential crushes in the Bible, I think. Mm. Um, I mean, you got Esther, pretty awesome. You got Ruth. You could have a man crush too. Like, that's true. Wow, I'm really into Boaz. Yeah, he was pretty sweet. <laughs> um. Maybe on Mary. Mary. Um, <laughs> who is that That woman who helped them? Like lowered them in the basket or whatever? Was that Lydia or Dorcas or? Don't remember. Um, Rahab. That's who it was. It's a lot of options, man. Oh, she was like a spy, right? Yeah, totally. Dude, yeah. Do you know what kind of spy, man? that's pretty exciting. Do you know what kind of man Boaz was before he met his wife? No, I don't care about Boaz. <laughs> he was ruthless. No! <laughs> Okay, I'm done with this question. That was all you get. You don't get to answer it. Next question. Did you ever see Prince of Egypt? Watch that movie? No, I didn't. Moses' wife was pretty, pretty. Okay, that's your crush. Is a cartoon Moses' wife from I Prince mean, of Egypt. You don't know other... I mean, we don't know what the other ones look like. So it's just based off the coolness of their stories, which there's plenty of that too. Well, Love is Blind. You've seen that new Netflix show. I have not <laughs> seen that. I have. And I never will. Okay, last but not least, from Erica D., what is your all-time favorite TV show? Erica, that's a really good question. You didn't have to make it so hard, though. Do you Gosh. know what I just thought of? What? Maybe our maybe our crushes in the Bible should have been Jesus. Damn. Non-romantic spiritual crush. Yep. We. I think that was a test that we failed. Man, Tori. Well done. <laughs> okay. So let's go back now that we know that we failed the test. Okay. What is your all-time favorite TV show? Okay. Hmm. I think there's only one answer I can have. What's that? Oh, I don't know. 
just a little amazing show called Twin Peaks. Oh no. I watched the first two seasons of it and loved it. And then the new season came out and I was out of there. I, um, I love Twin Peaks. I think it might be my favorite show of all time. I think I could watch it over and over. There's so much to love about it. But also, I think what's hard about it is I don't know if there's other shows that I've watched that I've loved as much. Like I fell head over heels for Twin Peaks when I first like stumbled across it probably about five or six years ago. Mm. And I was just like, I don't think I've had that experience with shows before, really. So even though it's super not your typical show, it's definitely not for everybody. It's weird to have like fallen so hard for a show. Interesting. Well, I don't know that I have an all-time favorite TV show, but I'm going to go with a classic. Okay. One that has been my favorite for the longest, and that would be Gilmore Girls. Huh. And I know there are some issues. They There are some things that it came out in the early aughts, you know, uh-huh. it's questionable choices. Totally. But I just loved it in high school, mm-hmm. and every once in a while I just go back and do a rewatch, and I just love it. I mean, I know... The characters are very flawed. Mm-hmm. It's not great in a lot of ways in terms of political correctness or sensitivity uh, yeah. or making wise choices or things that are frustrating. But yeah, I am. I just think I grew up with it. Mm-hmm. I love mm-hmm. it. It's a. It's a show that is in my heart forever. Yeah, I'll never not love it. I mean, even if there are some things that are dated about it or mm-hmm. shortcomings with it, you can just always take solace in knowing that it's not. Grey's Anatomy. <laughs> no, don't say that. Got We're going to have an uprising. You're going to have an uprising of all of our listeners who love Grey's. <laughs> it went on for 30 years for a reason. People like it, even if you and I don't. And on that note, <laughs> we hope that you guys enjoyed this weird icebreaker question game. Uh-huh. And hopefully we get to use it for a fun, random bonus episode. Yeah, hopefully we don't, we are not forced to use it, but you know. That's just extra fun. But if yeah. if we do close down, we've got this ready and waiting for you. And hopefully hopefully it's fun and we'll yeah. kind of brighten your mood up a little bit. Yeah. Yep. And if you really like any of these icebreaker questions, um, please message us your answers. If any of these questions really jump out at you, we'd love to hear from you. And um, especially if we're all even more quarantined than we are right now, um, mm-hmm. it'd be super awesome to to get to be chatting with you guys and talking about shows and a lot more small talk fun kind of stuff so oh my gosh yes that would be so fun yeah please reach out i would really enjoy that i would have a great time hearing y'all's answers Mm -hmm. to these okay well thanks for coming to my office and having that fun chat jam sorry i blindsided you it's okay anytime this episode of chemistry for your life was created by melissa Collini and jam robinson and we'd like to give a special thanks to e robinson who reviewed this episode Mm -hmm.